0: extreme events from the book of Daniel. I almost sort of turn this way and, uh, and preach with you like this. Here we go. Let's go with the message this morning. Amen. We're looking from the book of Daniel to several of the major stories in the book of Daniel and trying to learn something for our life today. So let's roll it. Extreme takeover. Say that with me. Extreme takeover. Beautiful. Let's go. Let's keep looking. Relinquishing your rights. And I think this story today a real true story. It's part of history. You can actually look this stuff up in your history books to see people like Nebuchadnezzar and, and uh, Belshazzar and King Darius. And you can see these, the Persian ruler and the Babylonian ruler. But the Bible also has a good bit to say about them. So we're going to see what happens here. So many of us are still doing extreme makeovers in our lives, just rolling here. We do this and we do that. We change this and we change that. We're always trying to do it. By the end of the day, it's still what? It's still us underneath with all our what? Mess and struggles because we have been what? In charge. And we wonder why. Why can't I get any better? Why can't, can't life be better for me? Why can't I make better decisions? Because you're still in charge. Okay, you need help. We haven't allowed God to do what? Take over. That's what we're talking about today. We haven't totally relinquished our rights to His divine authority. Say this with me. God is God, and I am not. One more time. God is God, and I am not. Okay? So, when you do that, we still have our fingers all over us. We still have our fingers and our hands all over us and making some of the same dumb decisions we've always made, doing the same things, wondering why in the world can't I change? Why can't I have victory in my life, you know? So let's talk about it today, okay? I'm in charge. That's what we say. I'll do what I want to do, okay? It's my life. I have the right to do as I want. Well, we get that a lot because we're Americans. And see, we're free here. But you know what? God never said you have the right to live your life any way you want to. Now, he, get, he made you a free moral agent. You have the free will. Yes, you do. You can choose. But God tells you to choose life. That's what God says. God tells you to choose this way, walk ye in it. God says obey my commandments. God's word says fear me, respect me, honor me. It's not like, well, whatever you want to do is okay with me. No, no, God has a will, and he wants you to receive it and walk in it. Amen? Say, all right? So that's what we're talking about today. Let's go to Daniel chapter 5 for today's extreme event. Are you all right? Okay, here we go. Let's go. If you don't know this story in the Bible, I think you're going to like it. Let's go with it. Relinquishing your rights. Here we go, Raj. Boy, I'm having a hard time sitting on this stool. This is rough. We're going to have some F's up on the screen for you, and uh, just a way to sort of break it down a little bit for you. Let's go with it. The feast. Okay, we're in Daniel chapter 5. We saw Daniel back in chapter 1. We can't go back and re-preach every message, okay? But he and many others, uh, Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah, they were taken captive by King Nebuchadnezzar's men to bring the best, the brightest back to Babylon. Don't go to sleep on me. all right? Say to bring the best back to his kingdom. And that's what, that's what kings did and that's what rulers did down through the ages to build their kingdom. And so there we see these devout Jewish men of God in a strange foreign land. And through the book of Daniel you see how the hand of God blesses these men. And blesses anyone who puts their faith and trust in him. And so he blesses them. And you see Daniel. I think Daniel served through five kings, the man Daniel. And you're going to see another one today. But the big granddaddy, the literal granddaddy of this king today was Nebuchadnezzar. And so he served starting with him and then all the way through. It's amazing what God did with this man. So here's the grandson of, say grandson. Because the King James says you'll see son, you'll see father or something like that. It's grandfather, okay? All right? So Belshazzar is the grandson of King Nebuchadnezzar. So now he's king. Time has passed. Belshazzar the king made a great what? There's our F, feast, okay? To a thousand of his lords, and he drank wine before the thousands. So they're having them a big party. Amen? Come on. Come on. If anybody knows how to throw a wild party, it's these crazy kings. So that's the feast. They're having a big feast. Say that F with me. The what? The fool. The fool right there. Feast. Now we got the what? The fool. So he's having this big party. And Belshazzar, while he tasted the wine, he commanded them to bring the golden and silver vessels, watch this, which his father, but that's really his what? Grandfather. Nebuchadnezzar, which Nebuchadnezzar had taken out of the what? Which was at Jerusalem. So this guy is in a drunken feast, drunken state. Hey, look at the vessels. The one granddaddy took from the temple. And bring them out so that the king and his princes, his wives, and his concubines might do what in the sacred vessels? Do what? Drink. So take the vessels of God. He didn't really know what they were, but he knew they came from the temple of God back in Jerusalem. But he's a drunken fool. Are you hearing me this, this morning or not? And says, go get them, and we'll drink. We'll have a party in these things, all right? The reason I can talk like a drunk is because I grew up in a drunk family, Okay? I had a lot of practice. Then they brought the golden vessels that were taken out of the temple of the house of God, which was at Jerusalem. And the king and his princes, his wives, his concubines did what? They drank in them. They drank wine. But wait a minute. Say that next part with me. They praised the what? Gods of gold, of silver, of brass, of iron, of wood, of stone. Can you imagine how how the party's going, yes or no? Can you see these drunken heathen crazy people making toast to this and yeah? Yeah. Can you see it or not? If I could get up and walk, I'd be showing you, but I gotta stay on the stool. All right? All right, here we go. Come on. So, Belshazzar was the son of Nabonidus. He was the grandson of who? Nebuchadnezzar. He ruled approximately twenty five years after. King Neb's death, okay? Just doing a little history for you here this morning. And back to these vessels. Back in Daniel chapter 1, verse 2, just to show you that this is what really happened. The Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand, into Nebuchadnezzar's hand, this is the grandfather, with part of the what? Vessels of the what? House of God, which he carried into the land of Shinar, to the house of his God, he brought the vessels into the treasure house of his God. So now, 25 years after his death, this young grandson, this foolish grandson king in a drunken party calls for those vessels that have been stored somewhere. Got it? Yes or no? We cool so far? Amen. The Bible says, wherefore let him that thinks he what? Stands, take heed lest he what? The Bible says, let him that thinks he stands take heed lest you fall. Oh, even kings fall. Amen? Say. God also says in his word, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that sows to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that sows to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Amen? Just some scriptures to get us going. Alright? Here we go. So, back to the story. Now we've had two F's so far. We've had the feast. We've had the fool. And now somebody's getting a finger. Excuse me. Are you ready? Come on. Come on. Here we go. So, the party's going on. They're drinking in the vessels that have been dedicated to Jehovah God. And this young king is a fool. And don't forget what happened to his granddaddy. Remember his granddaddy Nebuchadnezzar? Remember he was full of pride? Remember how for seven years he lost his mind? Remember that or not? How he ate like a wild animal, how he was cast out of his kingdom? Remember them big old toenails? Remember we talked about a time? the time? You remember toenail talk? That was some nasty toenails that sucker grew. But granddaddy learned, didn't he? Granddaddy came to his senses, his understanding and reason returned to him, and he praised the most high God. Amen? Aren't you glad that God can take Excuse me. the crap in our life and the dumb decisions we've made, and he accepts us, he loves us, and he can turn it around to his glory? Can we say praise the Lord? Come on, praise the Lord with me this morning. Come on. Come on. I'm glad he loves us sinners, amen. Come on. So, so here's this king now, twenty-five years after granddaddy. And boy, he's sort of forgetting the way his granddaddy was, ain't he? So the finger. Somebody's getting the finger. Here it goes. In the same hour, can you say same hour? One more time. I don't know if you're like me, but, man, we think we can do stuff. It's just no consequences. Nothing's going to happen. We're cool. We're fine. We can live our life like we want to. I've got tomorrow. You know I'm good. I don't need God. I can live my own life, make my own choices. You never know what's going to happen right now. The same hour. What same hour? The same hour he's having this party. The same hour he's... Being a drunk fool. Drinking out of these vessels that have been dedicated to God. The same hour came forth what? Fingers. That's the F. Came forth fingers of a man's hand. And I'm going to get up for just a second, but I'm going to stay still. Here we go. And it wrote on the wall. The fingers wrote against the candlestick upon the plaster of the wall. And the king saw part of a hand, a finger, that's writing on the wall. Can we do a test? How many of y'all been drunk before and you've seen things? Listen. He's seeing that some fingers right on a wall at the king's palace, and the king's countenance was what? Wonder what that means. I think somebody wiped that smile right off his face. How about that? Say. You think that happened? Yes or no? You think God wiped the smile off his face? Say. You're going to desecrate vessels that have been dedicated to me? That's what you're going to do? You think you're something? A little smart Alec King that's what's happening here? So the smile off his face was wiped and then the thought and his thoughts troubled him. I'd say so. okay? Because see this wasn't just something because he's seeing because he's drunk. No, this is an actual finger that's writing on a wall so that his joints of his loins were loosed. I wonder what that means? Well, I think he pooped his pants. What do you think? Some different versions might say something about his knees or something. All I'm knowing is I just would think what I'd be doing. And his knees did what? What? This is a crazy story, ain't it? We're talking about extreme takeover. The night that God took over the party. And we need to learn. This isn't just in the Bible for us to, oh, nice story time with Uncle Gary. This is in the Bible. So we'll learn to relinquish our rights to the Lord. So this doesn't happen to us, guys. Amen? Come on. God's God, and we're not. Then the magician said unto Pharaoh, unto the king, This is the finger of God. No joke. I'm sorry, this is back in the Bible. I'm back into Moses' time. I'm sorry. We're just putting another scripture up. This happened before with Pharaoh, remember? Yes or no? Remember back in Pharaoh's time when, you know, crossing, you know, the, the Exodus and all that and the plagues? And the magician said to him at this time, this was the finger of God and Pharaoh's heart was hardened and he hearkened not unto them as the Lord had said. So this has been, a, this has been down through history that God sometimes shows up in a crazy way and he says, this is it, it's over, baby. The fat lady's sung, okay? You understand, all right? So this is what's happening again, but many years later. So let's keep looking. So extreme takeover. So the finger writes on the wall, what happens? Now, can we say another F, the what? Faults. So we've seen the feast and the crazy fool, and we saw the finger. And now the false prophets. Keep looking. We're just reading the Bible this morning. The king cried aloud to bring the astrologers and the Chaldeans, the soothsayers, and the king said to the wise men of Babylon, Whosoever shall read the writing, because the finger wrote something on the wall. What is that on that wall? Show me the interpretation thereof. And when you do that, you're going to be clothed with scarlet. If you can figure out what the finger is saying on the wall. You're going to put a chain of gold about your neck, and you're going to be what ruler in the kingdom? Say it with me. Third ruler in the kingdom. Okay? Boy, he wants the answer to whatever that writing was on that wall. You all right so far? Yes or no? You want to quit or you want to find out what he said? Yeah, here we go. Hush back there, I can hear you. Sorry. Then came in all the king's wise men, but they what? They couldn't read the writing, nor make known to the king the interpretation thereof. Then was King Belshazzar greatly what? And his countenance was what? And they had a little hope. You know, we're calling all the smarty cats and all the soothsayers and magician folk. And we'll find out what's been written on the wall over here. But they don't know. And he's, he's really in a bad way. This is screwing him up. Amen? Say. His countenance was changed. And his lords were astonished. Here we go. Keep looking. So, we've seen the feast, the fool, the finger... The false prophets, they can't answer. And now we see the what? Can we say it loud? The? One more time. Well, wonder who that might be. Daniel. Daniel. Here we go. Now the queen of the king, the queen, by reason of the words of the kings and his lords, she came into the banquet house. And the queen spoke and said, O king, live forever. Let not your thoughts trouble you. Let not your countenance be changed. Quit crying like a baby over in the corner. Come on. You look like you've seen a ghost. Come on. There is a man in the kingdom in whom the spirit of the holy gods is. And in the days of your father, but that's not his father. That's his what? Grandfather. In the days of your grandfather, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, was found in him, whom the king, see, there it is, Nebuchadnezzar, your what? Grandfather. The king, I say, thy grandfather, made master of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding, interpreting of dreams and showing of hard sentences and dissolving of doubts, were found in the same Daniel, whom the king named Belteshazzar, now let Daniel be called, and he will show the interpretation. Then was Daniel brought in before the king. We're just reading. You don't need me to preach this. And the king spoke and said unto Daniel, Are you Daniel, which are of the children of the captivity of Judah, whom the king, my father? And I just want to say something. Why does he keep saying father? Because guys, grandfathers held a place of high uh, place in that culture. I mean, you know, it wasn't like, well, that's your father and your grandfather doesn't matter. The grandfather had more authority than the father had. You understand that, yes or no, in that culture? And that's the way we ought to treat people today, to be honest with you. But anyway, that's another story. So, so Daniel was brought in. The king said unto Daniel, are you, Daniel, which are the children of captivity, etc., which the, uh, the king, my grandfather, brought out of the Jews? I have even heard of you that the spirit of the gods is in thee. It wasn't the spirit of the gods. It was the spirit of the living God. Amen? And that light and understanding and excellent wisdom is found in you. And now the wise men, the astrologers, they've been brought in before me. That they should read this writing on the wall. You see it right over there. And make known unto me the interpretation there. But they cannot show the interpretation of the thing. I need help, man. And I've heard of you. That you can make interpretations. You can dissolve doubts. Now, if you can read the writing, what writing? That writing. And make known to me the interpretation thereof, you shall be what? Clothed with scarlet. You're going to have a gold chain put about your neck. I bet that's a nice chain right there. And you're going to be what ruler in the kingdom? Okay? Same deal he made to the uh, other jokers. Amen? Amen? Then Daniel answered and said before the king, Let your gifts be to yourself. Give your rewards to another. Oh, but by the way, I will read the writing of unto the king, and I'll make known to him the interpretation. What we find out? O thou king, the most high God, gave Nebuchadnezzar. He's just giving him a little history lesson. King Belshazzar, the Most High God gave your granddaddy Nebuchadnezzar a kingdom. Before I read the writing, I'm going to tell you a little story Daniel's saying. He gave him majesty and glory and honor. And for the majesty that he gave him, all people, nations, and languages trembled and feared before him. Whom he would, he would slew or slay. And whom he would, he would keep alive. And whom he would set up, and whom he would, he would put down. He's the most powerful man in the world, your granddaddy. But when his heart was lifted up and his mind was hardened in what? Pride. He was deposed from his kingly throne. When your granddaddy got so full of himself and thought it was all about him, God took the kingdom from him and deposed him and took his glory from him. And he was driven from the sons of men, and his heart was made like that of the beast. His dwelling was with the wild asses out in the yard, and they fed him with grass like an ox. His body was wet with the dew of heaven, till he knew that the Most High God rules in the kingdom of men, and that he appoints over it whosoever he wills. Daniel's having a little story time. Are y'all listening or not? And thou his son, his what? Grandson. Oh, Belshazzar, you have not humbled your heart. Though you knew everything I just said to you. And don't be acting like you didn't know the story of your granddaddy. Okay? Boy, Daniel's laying it down plain, ain't he, say. This is a man of God. But instead, you've lifted up yourself against the Lord of heaven. You brought the vessels of his house before you. You and your lords, your wives, your concubines, you've drunk wine in them. And you praise the gods, the false gods of silver and gold and brass and iron and wood and stone. Which see not, they can't hear, and they don't know doodly squat. My interpretation. And the God in whose hand thy breath is, and whose are all thy ways, you have not glorified. Let's read that last line together. That last line starting with the word and. And the God in whose hand thy breath is, and whose are all thy ways, hast thou not glorified. Church, we need to learn from this story today. You learning a little bit so far? Come on. Keep looking. That wasn't David. This was Daniel, buddy. That's all right. That's all right. Amen? That's Daniel, not David up there. See that? Yes or no? Good? All right. Daniel said, keep your what? Come on. Remember your, and you're full of what? Can we say it one more time? Keep your Remember, y'all, and you fuller. That's what Daniel said in the nutshell. Amen? That's pretty crazy isn't it, to go to poor king and talk like that. Come on. So we're, we're almost done, but hang in here. Here we go. The fast finish. Can you say fast finish? One more time. Man, when God takes over, he takes over. So what happened? Here we go. Then was the part of the hand sent from him. Because you so fully yourself, the hand of God came down. And the finger of God wrote on the wall. And this writing that was written, and here's the writing that was written. Many, many, tekel, you Many, many, tekel, you This is the interpretation of the thing. We'll break it down for you, king. Many, God hath numbered your kingdom and finished it. Many, God hath numbered your kingdom and what? And finished it. Tackle. You are weighed in the balances. Your tail's been put on the scale. Your tail has been put on the scale. And your tail came up short. You understand plain English or not this morning? Okay? Your kingdom's been numbered and finished. Your tail's been put on the scale. How hard is this to remember? And you've and you come up short. You've come up wanting. Perez, thy kingdom is divided. And it's going to be given over. The Babylonian kingdom. It's going to be given over to the Medes and to the Persians. Wow. That's crazy, isn't it? Did we get the message on the wall, say? I mean, is this a pretty strong message, say? And by the way, God, God is the same God yesterday. He's the same God today and tomorrow, okay? This is whom we have to do, guys. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. There's no end run around Jesus. There's no, well, I'm a good person. I went to church. Yeah, talk to the king about it, but unfortunately be talking to him in hell. Are you hearing me say? Be wise. Submit to the Lord now. Obey him and follow him and believe his word and and listen to him. Are y'all hearing the story this morning? That's what this is all about. Relinquish your rights. Quit arguing with God. Quit thinking you're all that. That's the message here today, isn't it? That's good for us. I need that, don't you? Man, I need this. So, Belshazzar the king heard the interpretation. Pretty, pretty clear. One more time, you know, your kingdom's been numbered and it's it's toast. And your tail's been put on a scale. And it come up short. And number three. The Medes and the Persians are going to come in and take over. Your toast. What did the king do? Then commanded Belshazzar. Man, I bet he was just white as a sheet. You know what I'm saying? He seems to just be going through the motions right now. There's not much emotion at all. He commands the people. To clothe Daniel in Scarlet. He didn't argue with it, did he? No, no doubt about this interpretation. And put the chain of gold about his neck. And the king made a proclamation concerning him that he should be the what? Third in the kingdom. I think Daniel served five kings. So Daniel's service ain't done yet. There's other kings coming on the horizon and... And God's still going to use this man of God. Amen? So, and Darius the Mede, say that with me. Darius the Mede, or King Darius, took the kingdom, being only three score and two years old. Amen? So that's the message today. Let's see what we can find. What can we learn? Say it with me. Your number is what? It's over. That's what we saw today. Your number's up. It's over. You've been waiting. You've come up what? Short. Short. All have sinned, say it with me, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Say it with me again. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We're crazy people. We're fools to think that our way is going to supersede the ways of God. We've all sinned and we've come up what? Come up short. That's what this message is about. Let God take over your life. Relinquish your rights to God. Don't try to fight a holy God. Submit yourself to God. Humble yourself before God. Are y'all hearing the message today? I hope you are. I'm trying to scream it. You've come up short. It's over. Your kingdom is divided. It's been given away. It's over. There's a common theme in these three points. God is all-powerful. God's promises are true. God's ways are just. God's going to win, guys. He's going to win. That's the end of the story. He's going to win. Period. It's over. It's over. It's over. Can we say that really loud? It's, 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 okay? You would be wise to, to humble yourself now in this life. You think you're going to make a case to God one day when you refuse Christ and you're standing before Him and you're going to say whatever? Think, try to do it. Well, God, I, I went to Sunday school. I was a good person. I gave money. You know what he's going to say? It's over. It's over. It's over. Y'all hearing the message this morning or not? This ain't very nice, is it? Hey, this is good coaching today, ain't it, coach? Come on. We need to coach it up. Why am I going to get up here and tell you a lie? Oh, you're okay. Just be good, and you'll go to heaven. You keep being good, which ain't very good, and you're going to bust hell wide open. It's over. It's over. It's over. You must humble yourself before God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him, should not perish but have everlasting life. Isn't that the nicest, sweetest verse on the planet? But God takes the heat for being a holy God. I'm, excuse me. He could give a rip. Okay? He is holy, holy, holy. And if you try to stand against him, it's over, over, over. Remember that. He's holy, holy, holy. And you try to stand against him, and it's over, over, over. Did we learn that today? That's what happens when God takes over. Now, we all have the power of choice. Joshua said it this way. If it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, you don't want to listen. It's all right. Choose you this day whom you'll serve. Whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods, the false gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. Say the last part that Joshua said. But... As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Just talking a little bit here. Let go and let God take over. Let go and let God take over. That's the message today. Learn from the scriptures. That's what we've been doing today, guys. We've been this ain't this ain't me. I didn't this ain't Newsweek up here. This is the Bible we've been reading. Learn from godly examples. Learn. And learn from the foolish. Learn from the foolish. God wins either what? Period. Period. Wherefore God also highly exalted Jesus, gave him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow. Of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is what? Lord To the glory of God the Father. God's glory matters a whole lot more than your glory and my glory. glory. Amen? He's holy, holy, holy. We're not, not, not. And when we think we are, 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 it's over, over, over. Got it, got it, got it? That's that's what we're talking about. Relinquish your rights, guys. But how? How do I relinquish my rights, pastor? Well, you've been listening. That's good. That's good. I didn't get hit by the tomato or nothing yet. Here we go. How do I do it, Pastor? I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your what? It's not unreasonable for you to bow the knee to God. It's not unreasonable for you to humble yourself and serve Him all the days of your life. That is not unreasonable. How can I do it? How can I relinquish my rights? I just said it. It's not unreasonable. You humble yourself. Okay? This is reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world. Don't believe the devil's lie. He's the God of this world, the devil, prince of the power of the air. Refuse that lie. Humble yourself. Don't be conformed to this world, but be ye what? Transformed. By the renewing of your mind, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, he thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but he made himself of no reputation, and he humbled himself and took upon him the form of a servant. He was made in the likeness of men. He humbled himself. He became obedient unto death, even the death of the what? Cross. Renew your mind. Submit yourself to the Lord that you might do what? Prove. What is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? So present yourself to God as a living sacrifice. Relinquish your rights. Come on His terms. Come on His terms, not your terms. Come on God's terms. Know it's the right thing to do. It's it's only reasonable to serve the Lord and to to submit yourself to Him. Know it's, it's the spiritually intelligent choice to submit yourself to God. Know it's the path to your greatest potential. The path to your greatest potential is not to stand against God, but to bow before God. Amen? Yes or no? Amen? So, extreme takeover. Amen? I think we're done. Come on. Events from the book of Daniel. Look at that. I think we learned some today. Amen? Come on. Praise the Lord. Woo! We made it. Is that a crazy story or what?